Welcome to Motherhood on Tap, the podcast for mamas who laugh their way through the struggles of parenting. I'm Sarah Duncan. And I'm Pamela Walker-Dees. Hey, Preggers. Hey. Oh, God, I hate that word. I'm sorry. Hello, glorious pregnant mama. Hello, other pregnant mom-to-be. Hey, just think, in a few weeks, you'll be done. But I still gotta keep going with yeah, this Yeah, but load. you get to go into the cold times. That is very true. But then again, I get... Yeah, in two weeks, I get my baby. Mm-hmm. Baby! So happy to have her here almost soon. I can't take it anymore. No. I want the baby to be here and the side effects to be gone. I want I want to... I was telling her, I want to be able to hold my pen correctly and, like, not chicken scratch like a second grader because the carpal tunnel's so bad. Oh, no. And I would like to not wear, have to wear compression socks because my ankles are the size of grapefruits if I don't. Mew. Yeah. Or I'm snoring now even more than I usually do. This is really gross. This this is sexy talk. Yes, please. Motherhood on tap. Uh, Wake up with my pillow soaked from my own drool. Oh, girl. I mean, like down the neck (laughs) of half my face. I don't know what it is. (laughs) I just get like the dry mouth breathing and my mouth just hangs open and all the moisture just. (sighs) I don't know, but I wake up and I'm like, why is my pillow wet? And I'm like, oh, it's. You're like, hey, Marcus. Yeah, and, like, there's times where he, like, leave, like, on the weekends, he'll want to, like, leave early in the morning, and I guess I have rolled over, and he goes to, and then he's like, wait, and then I feel him kiss my forehead, like, like, feel the face. <laughs> Don't judge me. I'm carrying your baby. <laughs> yeah, so when I change the sheets, I also change, like, the, because I sleep with, like, a ton of pillows now. Uh-huh. So I was like, I'm going to wash the shams, I'm going to wash everything, because just drool everywhere. Yeah, for me, it's a little bit of drool, but just a lot of just sweating. Oh, yeah, sweat, too. Oh, yeah. Like, like a new, I have to change nightgowns every night, because I'll be like, put one, you know, sometimes you can wear, like, it twice mm-hmm. in a row. Oh, yeah, whatever. I wear the same PJs as many days in a row as I can. Yeah. Well, there was one night I put it on, and I was like, what's that smell? Mm-hmm. What's that smell? And all of a sudden, I'm like... Oh, that's me. I can't tell. That off? I can't tell if it's my my strong pregnancy smelling powers or if it's pregnancy hormone side effects or maybe both. But I swear, no matter how much I shower, just there's like this undertone of bo that never quite goes away. For me, it does great things for my self esteem. For me, it's like there's an extra layer of sweat. Like as soon as I get out of the shower, and all of a sudden the sweat comes back, and everybody's like, "You're glowing." I'm like, "No, I'm not." The post shower sweat is the most annoying thing. Like, why did I even bother doing this? It's like I get dressed, I'm feeling good, and then I step outside, and it's like, <sighs> and it's like there's moss growing on my ass, <laughs> basically, <sighs> well, on the top of my head. But yeah, we are living in the land of swamp ass right now. But it's cooling off because it's actually going to rain, and I want it to rain. I don't really like rain, but I want rain for the next two days. If it means cooler, I will take it. If it means that my carpal tunnel might ease up for a few days, yes, yes, girl. In just a few weeks, you'll be able to have a real alcoholic beverage. But what are we drinking today? I have a Chick Fil A lemonade. I love their lemonade. Their lemonade is the best, and not the diet. See, I, I usually get sugar. diet, but, but I, I go love full the diet. sugar. I wish he had gotten me a frozen lemonade, but I know that that would have incited the girls. I want a frozen lemonade. It's like you go back and you get me a lemonade. What do you have? Um, that looks Matt, tasty. Matt actually got this for Daisy, just like we were trying different juices with her, but it's Tropicana um, Strawberry Peach. Yum, yum. It's real good. So, I love peach juice. Cheers. Cheers. Don't. Tink. Yes, I got a text message because Aurora was homesick and he was home with her, so he texted me while I was at Dance with Sabrina because mm-hmm. I... Had the wherewithal to pack dance stuff, so we weren't rushing this afternoon. Nice. So we went straight to the studio, and he's like, I'll pick us up some dinner. And I was like, okay, where you want to – he was like, what do you like? I'm like, I don't care. I'm not – I said, I, I just want something not too heavy. He's like, would you like some Chick-fil-A or Wendy's? I'm like, I'd rather have Chick-fil-A because I want lemonade. Nom, 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 I ate not great, but decently for dinner tonight. Because I, I ate something here, which is usually always better than picking up something out. But I'm already sitting here like, 
Yeah, I might have a late night run out somewhere later today. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I got the cool wrap. Like, it wasn't chicken nuggets. Those are good. I love their cool wraps. I totally went and got another slushie yesterday. You talk. I so wanted to be like, let's get slushies. I thought about it. I'm like, can we do slushies again? That was fun. If you're, if you are still up to recording next week, we'll go treat ourselves to slushies. Yeah, treat yourself. Treat yourselves to a slushie. Girl. Yes. Do we have some fun crap from the internet? Yes, but my my crap I found to be very <laughs> interesting today. What? I just for some reason that's in oh. out of context. Like I found my crap to be very interesting today. Well, I am Were the treasures in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have two. They're kind of scientific, but I'm a nerd. So I went the nerd route today. Yes. So, we have all kind of heard that moods are contagious. Um, science has figured out how. Okay, yes. Can they tell me why I am the way I am? Because I feel everyone's feelings. I don't know about that. I didn't fully read the whole article before I... Tell me! But let's just go down the basics. So, this is from NPR. Like, I really went full nerdy this time. Hello. You are listening to NPR. Would you like to make a donation? Well, this study is called How Micro Expressions Can Make Moods. Contagious. Hashtag RBF. (laughs) I'm sorry. Go ahead. I keep interrupting you. It's common experience or knowledge that one person's mood can either bring everybody's energy up or everybody could be Debbie Downers and right. Wah, wah, wah. They cited, you know, that old show Candid Camera as Mm -hmm. as one good example of this. Okay. How... Um, how emotions spread either by like jokes or um, interactions with other people. Mm-hmm. So they give this one scenario in the article saying, We see an unsuspecting man walk into an elevator that has been secretly rigged with cameras. Two more people walk in after him, but weirdly they turn to face towards the back of the wall of the elevator. The mm-hmm. man looks confused but continues facing front. Despite the two weirdos next to him, But when a third person comes in and faces the back wall, the poor guy can't take it anymore and turns to the back wall, too. So now the three newcomers turn forward and and the target of the prank whips around to join them. Um, So then Candy Camera observes that this happens over and over again. A victim would walk in the elevator and they would just mimic what the people were doing. So this is referred to in psychology as conformity. Yes. When you slowly and consciously decide to follow the group. But sometimes the victim of the prank begins following what the people do so automatically. It goes by another name, Contagion. So the man in a candy camera that was moving in to seek, you could say that was more of Contagion than Conformity. Even though he made the conscious decision to turn around? Um... Because contagion to me sounds more like he, you don't even necessarily realize you're so doing it. So he eventually. So what they're saying is, when he turned around to look at the back, uh-huh. that was conformity and him facing forward. But then suddenly they became sort of in sync with each other, where they're going forward, they're going back, they're going forward, they're going back. So it's, <laughs> that is where it leads to contagion. Gotcha. All right. So when we watch other people, for some reason, we're wired to get in sync with them. On so many ways that it kind of boggles our mind. Mm-hmm. Um, they calculate that it's so fast that you couldn't possibly do it consciously. Like our brain moves that fast. Mm-hmm. Let's see. That is from Elaine Hatfield, a psychological researcher from the University of Hawaii. Um, her and her husband, Dick Rapson, have spent most of their careers looking at this kind of phenomenon. Mm-hmm. So how we can get in sync with other people is, like I said, po- their postures, speaking patterns. Sometimes when other people are quiet in a room, we become quiet. If you find you're talking to a friend over time, you may begin to blink in time with one another. Oh, really? And you're not realizing that. Or if you watch someone stutter, the muscles in your own mouth start to twitch. Potentially. Hey, not always. Do you want to blink together? Blink, 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 blink. We're so in sync. Now I got a headache. It's like, 
sure, mind boggled. I made the pregnant lady pass out. I'm so sorry. Call my husband. How did she pass out? We blinked together. We were doing a blinking session. And I could hear him be like, oh, wh- I'm not going to ask. Because I, no. <laughs> um, and, what, and if you think about sitting around a conference table in a meeting, people will start to imitate other people's breathing patterns. So it's like almost like your breath becomes in sync and you're all breathing at the same time as one. That's crazy. I want to pay attention to that next time. I know. I'm going to make so many people be like, I'm so self-conscious now. Are we blinking together at the same time? Or like try to intentionally like throw off the breathing pattern. Yeah. There's a couple of people, if I told them this, that we used to work together with, Uh they would totally try to screw everything up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so it's wired into our primitive parts of our brains. Birds imitate one another. It happens. It's not just like breathing. Or it is just like breathing. I'm sorry. But it's not just physical mim- movements we mimic. They found its emotions too. So this is now the Rapson and Hatfield's real specialty is studying emotional contagion. Mm-hmm. And this is what I really want to know about. Okay, so they became aware of the idea when they were working as therapists. They would have a client who came in and was very animated, talking very quickly and energetically. But they found they both found themselves starting to yawn, despite the fact that neither of them felt tired. Why were they both yawning? Mm-hmm. And the, their response was, what we think was going on is that we were picking up underneath her cascade of words depression. That was their idea, that the depression was somehow being telegraphed to them non-verbally. So they looked into it and found out that, indeed, emotions leak out of a person's face in these very measurable, consistent ways called micro-expressions. Mm-hmm. And what micro-expressions are are fleeting, involuntary expressions of feelings that last a fraction of a second. Can't see me about twitching at Pamela right now. <laughs> This is the face I make when Sabrina sings Old Town Road. I hate that song. I'm sorry to the rapper and Billy Ray Cyrus, but I hate your song. It's too much. It's something's wrong that my six-year-old knows all the words. <laughs> um, so what they tried, what they decided to do was they then added to the equation after years of research, our automatic... Uh, mimicry of these microexpressions can actually produce the corresponding emotion inside of us. Mm-hmm. Which I totally understand that because sometimes when I'm in like a room and someone is just like super depressed and down, I'm super depressed and down. Yeah, because I feel like it's built into us as an evolutionary tactic to like in your clan. Yeah, keep like match the people around you both consciously and unconsciously because that's how you keep the group together. Yeah. But yeah, it. And I don't know if it goes into this, but I feel like there are some people who are more persuasive than that than others. Like, I feel like if I could be the person that walks in that's either super down or super up, but I don't have I don't, yeah, I don't as much give impact as some other people do. Like, you know how certain people walk in and for better or worse, they can just change the energy of the entire room? Yes. I don't feel like I have that. I don't feel like I have that either. I don't feel like I either light up or darken a room. <laughs> I just neutral I'm just presence, but I will absorb yes. whatever is around me. Maybe other people's are bleeders, and other people are absorbers. It's probably a less graphic way to describe That's that. A weird thing. Okay. Um, well, and alphas and betas. How about that? That works. So part of their re- the extent of their research is under debate, but other studies have shown that one of the ways that emotions are produced is from the outside and not inside. So they they. Um, they give an example. We get real pale, little reflections of what others are thinking and feeling, and those reflections can have real tangible effects on our own thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm. So even though we walk through the world thinking of ourselves as individuals, it's just an illusion, according to them. Mm-hmm. We're going to slip into being like the company we keep. Whether we're aware of it or not, we're closely connected to one another, and we contract the feelings... And thoughts of the people around us, almost like a virus. No man is an island. Yeah. So the next time you're in a group and someone's bad vibes are pulling you down, the best remedy might be to walk away or go find someone who will contaminate you into a better mood. Mm-hmm. And the link to the P- the NPR site has a video of them talking about this and like a little, I think it's a little animated thing mm-hmm. that explains it a little bit better. Than so I if can. I message you at work and I just say, uh, oh crap, what did you just say? How did you just describe it? You need someone to contagion you or crap? 
who will contaminate you into a better mood. Yes, I'll, I'll message you be like, Pamela, contaminate me. You'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'll send you the little Skype party emoji. There was one day that was like, it had to be before holiday. And it was just like every time you looked at the clock, you're like, God, it's got to be like several hours later. And you look at the clock and it's only 10 minutes mm-hmm. past. It's the last time yeah. you saw it. So I sent a coworker the tumbleweed mm-hmm. <laughs> through, and then the little emoji looking at the clock like, uh, when do we go? <laughs> not saying I don't like my job. It's just one of those days but where some you're days just it's like, like, damn. Just end already. <laughs> All time stands still. I'm just done. Cool. That was a good one. But yes, I have felt, I have felt that because I actually have had counselors and some other people say, you know, I've talked about some toxic friendships and they're like, mm-hmm. no, you need to get those people out of your life because they, whether they know it or not, they are subconsciously pulling you down mm-hmm. into this state. Yeah. And I've had friends who, for them, their way of being more positive is to dump, dump all of their all negative of feelings on someone else. And to me... And I think that's releasing, and I get it. And it, it's great for them. That doesn't work for me, because then I'm just carrying the weight of everything. And also, every time I go to talk to you, the first thing you do is this mm. shit all over me about what you're going through and how terrible your life is and how I should also be so upset about all these things for like half an hour. I'm like, I love you. I will always love you. But Mm-mm. this dynamic does not work for me. Then they turn to you and it's like, so how's your life going? And you're like... It blows, too. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) I mean, you don't know what to say. It's great. I'm not getting weighed down by all the same petty shit that you are. Yeah. And then, like, you know, I think this also fits into those people who say, you know, I'm not into drama, but they really are into drama. They make everything about them. Yeah. Yeah. Girl. I'm glad we see things the same way. Yeah, I do, too. And there's this girl named Pamela. I just... Sometimes... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She's the best. Right. I don't know if I'm the best. I'm just here. She is average. Yeah. I'll take average. She meets the mark. (laughs) I'll take she meets the mark. Here's the thing. I'm one of those people that I don't ever want to disappoint anybody. Same here. So if someone says I'm just average, I'm like, whoa, I didn't disappoint anybody. But if you tell me I'm excellent or I'm awesome, I'm like, shit, now I gotta stay there. You're like, crap, I have further the fall. <laughs> Speaking of negative Nancy's. I know. I would, somehow I've got to stay here. How do I stay here? And then <sighs> like if I have like a really awesome job performance review, I'll like go home and I'm like a bundle of nerves and Mark's like, but those were all good things. I'm like, but how do I maintain it? What if I can't maintain it? What if I crash and burn in like six months? And he's like, what is wrong with you? I know, woman. Yeah, maybe he should have like a spray bottle. Stop. What else we got? Since it has been officially 50 years since we've landed on the moon, I have a little, and yes, I believe it. So all you people out there that don't think we landed on the moon, just just turn us off right now. Goodbye. Um... I found this to be very interesting. Satellite images show items left behind at Apollo 11 moon landing 50 years later. They did not clean up after themselves. So they left behind. I hear some key highlights before I get like all into the article. But so one of the things they, they left several items on July 20th, 1969. Many of the items are still visible over satellite. And have not been affected by wind or water erosion up there. That's pretty cool. The clearest photos of the site were taken by the Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter in 2011, showing various pieces of equipment the astronauts set up to send back data to the Earth, to Earth in the future. The American flag is still up there. It isn't visible in satellite images, but other flags can be seen at later Apollo landing sites. <laughs> Also, the American flag has been bleached of all color by the sun because the moon has no protective atmosphere, so it's actually white. We surrender <laughs> to space. <laughs> all I can think of is uh, Marvin the Martian be like, I claim this in the name of Martian. <laughs> yes. Um, they said basically the way that it looks is like it's almost frozen in time. That's cool. And creepy. Ooh, space ghost. What what was it? Um, there was that horror movie Apollo 
18 or something that came out some several Never years ago. Never heard of that one. Where they're like, there was one Apollo mission and no one ever returned, but they found archival footage and it was like back when those movies, Space Ghosts. Back when those movies where it's like we found archival footage. I'm picturing like Blair Witch in space. Yeah, sort of like that, but it's like <laughs> alien or something. And Mark's like, "You want to watch that?" No. He's like, "But it's about space." No. No. So without the threat of wind and water erosion that happens on Earth, the footprints are even left behind. I think that stuff is so freaking cool. They're believed to still be cemented into the moon's surface. Uh, Buzz Aldrin described the moon's magnificent desolation when he and Neil Armstrong became the first humans to ever set foot on their lunar landscape that had that was untouched for 4.5 billion years. That blows my mind. Like, wow, before that, it had been, like, just not touched. They set up a camera known as the Laser Ranging Retro Reflector, or LRRR, mm-hmm. and passive seismic, seis, seismic, mimic, seismic, yes, seismic experiment package, or PSEP, to send information back to Earth in the future and ditch some of the gear used to collect samples loaded back onto the Eagle spacecraft, along with the excrement that had accumulated on the journey. Poopies. Space poops. I'm assuming it is space poops. This is what happens when you send men to the moon. Women would clean up after themselves. We bring the bag back. Um, <laughs> also displayed are several commemorative items, including a family photo, mission patches, medals for fallen astronauts, a silicon disc with messages from world leaders, and American flag erected in the frozen terrain. The lander stage of the lunar module is is also still on the surface. Five decades later, many of those items are still visible in satellite images from the Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter, while no one has ever returned to the Apollo 11 site. Ever. That's the thing that I always get wrong in my mind. In my mind, like, the moon is a very tiny place that you can just, you know, make a lap around in a couple hours or something like that. Boing, boing, boing. No. (laughs) It is big. (laughs) Yeah. I cannot say this man's last name. Dennis LaCarburaba. Nailed it. Worked for the company and made the flag purchase off the shelf before the mission. Said the nylon had had since been bleached by the sun, given that the moon has no atmosphere to protect it from UV rays. And so he was saying, have you ever seen burnt newspaper from a fireplace? All the color is gone and everything. That's probably what the flag would look like now. Mm Mm-hmm. While the first flag isn't visible, other flags placed at later Apollo landing sites appear to have been bleached as well. These images provide proof that the lunar landing wasn't a hoax, despite many countless conspiracy theories that they were PR stunts orchestrated by the U.S. government amid a competitive space race. Yeah. Any words for that? I just don't have the time or the energy to get into conspiracy theories of any time. It's just... Why would people, the government or anyone else, spend the time, money, and energy to cover to cover up slash fake that kind of stuff? They'd I, have to spend a lot of money to. I do believe it. that the government keeps stuff hidden from yes. us. Like it has to. That's but how fabrication. This works. Yeah, is different. Like no. Yeah. So a member of the lunar recognizance thing that it's called LROC mm-hmm. imaging team said. She carries the photos of the Apollo site with her at all times in case she runs into conspiracy theorists. Mm -hmm. They asked me jokingly, and in some cases not so jokingly, are you sure we really landed on the moon? Um, And so then she tells doubters, yes, I am. I've seen it, and we have pictures of it. And then I'll show them the pictures, and then they're like, oh, okay. I guess that's pretty convincing. (laughs) Over the past week, the U.S. and other countries have been celebrating the 50th anniversary of the moon landing, an era-defining event that was watched by more than half a billion people around the world and represented one of humanity's greatest achievements. Now, Kids, back in 1969, half a billion people watching the same thing is amazing compared to now. Even now, that's significant. You can't get half a billion people to watch the same thing. We're all watching something different. There are too many channels. For all moon kind, 
an organization of lawyers specializing in space law, it exists, has been working with members of Congress on a bill. Your face was like, you shitting me? <laughs> you just had a, just a... Speaking of unconscious facial expressions. <laughs> I just looked up for a brief second and it was like, for real? <laughs> Got the judgy eyes on my face. Um, but they've been working with members of Congress on a bill that would designate protected heritage sites on the moon which was approved by the senate commerce science and transportation committee earlier this month so that's when the astronauts went to the moon for realsies for realsies like i said a bit nerdy this week good craps thank you all girl are we ready for today we are what are we talking about well i had the idea of like parenting fails because mm-hmm. there's a lot of times where you're like parenting fail but then i told sarah i wanted because sarah was like i don't know how we're gonna spend this and i i said well how about we spend it as we're all human mm-hmm. and 95 percent of this is gonna happen to somebody we know ourselves yes. And so we're just going to laugh about it and not really see it as a parent. It's a fail, but it's a natural parenting. Because I I was having trouble when I was doing my research for this, because a lot of these are visual jokes yes when you're looking them up of like, yes, and all of mine are are visual. I just highlighted ones that are very relevant to me right now Mm -hmm. that have happened to me. Because to me, in many ways, you know, there's a fine line between parent fails and parent wins yes yes but there's also the area the true parent fails are the ones where it's like oh that's getting into like neglect that's yeah, not that's cool. not the parent we're fails not, we want to talk about yeah that's we're, a whole different that's not a fail that's just bad parenting and we're not we're, getting back we're just talking that. about you know just really oh maybe i shouldn't have done that or oh mm-hmm. you know um can I kick off with one thing yes. that I automatically think of when I think a parent fails? I love a good picture fail. Yeah. And Pinterest has a oh million gosh, of them. I love it. And like I found, um, I think it's from, yeah, Board Panda, where like most of them are the picture fails of like the, they're trying to swing the kid and they end up dropping the kid. Yes, actually fling the child into the yeah. air. And they're like, by the way, they're not hurt. I. Love it. And I hate it when they post those pictures and they're like, we get so much, like, hate from people. I'm like, clearly the child is okay. It's just have a good laugh. I know. I read from one, like, the mom was saying, like, because the picture was five or six years old, but Uh she still gets, like, hate email. Like, that she's being abusive and stuff to her kid. And she, she, so she responds with a picture of like her little boy as mm-hmm. a teenager and be like, obviously he grew up okay. <laughs> Calm your tits. Uh, I also love a good, you know, how they a lot of times will do like the naked newborn pictures. I don't like pictures. those. I don't like those anyway because I know they're going to poop. I know they're going to piss and crap all over you. So I'm not going to hold them naked. Almost everyone I know who's done those pictures, they have amazing, beautiful pictures, but they're like, yep. And then they peed on me. Yeah, so and we're I not love seeing do that. the like the chain of pictures of like beautiful. Wait, what's that? Oh no! And then the parents are like, oh yeah. Like I remember one that was like a poop stream that like a poop fountain shooting up. Oh yeah, my sister and sister in law call that the Bellagio fountain whenever that happens. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and the last one I have under the good of uh, uh, picture fails is uh, when parents are trying to replicate other photo shoots. Like, especially in the day and age of so many cute picture ideas on Pinterest. Yeah. So, they're like, a one that is a fail so often is, you know, they carve the jack-o'-lantern set, the baby can sit in it, and the original one is always, like, happy and cheerful. Well, the and, other, oh, yeah, I've seen those, and the, it's and, like, clearly the baby does not like being in a pumpkin. Yeah, and the, uh, and the fail ones are ones where either, like, the baby can, like, not fit in there, or the baby's just like, ah! I'm going to say this. When you're naked and you're sitting inside a slimy pumpkin, I don't blame you, baby. Uh-uh. I've never stuck I've never stuck um either one of my kids into a slimy pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Honestly, we didn't even get a chance to carve pumpkins last year. You know what we did? I got pumpkins, I got stamps, and we stamped them. That sounds amazing. 
So what are some fails that you enjoy? Well, some of these are recent. So one is when you take your child through the car wash before they're ready. So we went through the car wash and Sabrina is my thrill seeker. She's (laughs) like, like today we were taking back roads to the dentist for a dentist appointment. And like, I'm, I'm hugging curves and stuff. And I see her in the rearview mirror, arms up. Aww. We're going down like massive hills. She's like, this is awesome. She's like, oh, I can't wait to go back and ride roller coasters. Meanwhile, we go in the car wash and Aurora's like, I don't like this. I don't like this. <laughs> Make a stop. Make a stop. And Sabrina's like, but look at all the lights. And it's scrubbing. And she's just like, ah. I don't like it. Although I will say that doesn't shock me considering they're the ones that really don't like hand dryers right now. Oh, no. She, like, doesn't like the hand dryer. She doesn't like a hair dryer. She doesn't like getting loud noises. But I thought, like, with the colors mm-hmm. and, like, Ooh. and the scrub, like, I mean, it's actually a, kind of soothing to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just, like, laying back and it's like, shh. And she's just like, ah, what's it doing? What's it doing? I don't like this. She's like, make it stop. And so on the website, there's this... Like, the little baby looks stunned in the picture, and the little girl has, like, her headband, like, halfway over her eyes. Aww. And, like, she's, like, covering it. But, yeah, Aurora was, like, make it stop. Like, she threw her shoe up at the front of the Aww. car because she wanted me to... I was like, I can't. And we got to the end of the car wash, mm-hmm. and, you know, they have a little stoplight there while you dry. And she's like, go! We're done! Go! Like, I can't Aww. go until the, the light turns green. Go, we're done. Kay. Poor thing. So and traumatized. So anytime I bring up, I need to take the car to the car wash. She's like, not me. <laughs> nah. So that that's something we've experienced. So th- this one on the list was when the toddler decides she's old enough to give an at-home manicure to her brother, but instead. Mine give at-home manicures and pedicures to themselves, mm-hmm. and I will I will graciously share. The picture of Aurora with her blue foot <laughs> because she painted her toenails and I was like, that's pretty, honey. Go put them up. Okay. And then she comes back and she's like, look, mommy, I did some more. And she painted her whole foot and it's one of those tiny little bottles of nail polish. It takes a long time. Yeah. Well, Ooh. mommy was probably doing like podcast work or work work or mm-hmm. something. I was just like, mommy's busy. So, you know, entertain yourselves. And I didn't, for a minute, I was just enjoying the quiet instead of getting suspicious. And then when she came in and she was like, look, I'm like, oh, my God, your whole foot is blue. And she's like, don't take it away. (laughs) Of all the things I could be doing in the silence, though, that's not the worst. (laughs) But she got all over the carpet. Uh, Thankfully, it's the washable nail polish. So it came right up. But it's the same thing with the washable paint. There was one day where... She was like, can I paint my hands and do handprints? I'm like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I go upstairs to fold laundry. I come back down with some di- extra dirty laundry to put in another load. She has paint up to her knees, paint all over her dress. She has paint on her, in her hair, on her face. She has painted her arms. Again, I took a picture. I have to because, like, I tell people these stories and they just look at me like, are you exaggerating? Like, no, this no. shit happens. Meanwhile, we were at Cracker Barrel the other day. Mark found a magnet, mm-hmm. and I told him to buy it because it was hilarious. It just said, most people believe silence is golden, but in our house, <laughs> silence means suspicion. Yes. So, that's one thing. So, what I'm hearing is Aurora can't be trusted with artistic liberties just yet. She can't be trusted alone. Let's just leave it at that. Aurora the Destroyer. Yeah, she's still the Destroyer. Not as bad as it used to be. So when potty training goes awry, this is a funny picture of a little boy. I think it's a little boy or a little girl. And she doesn't quite quite understand the use of the potty. She gets her head stuck in it. It's the cone of shame. She truly gets her head stuck in the potty. And for me, it's more like potty training went awry when they couldn't quite get it in the potty uh-huh. like little girls you have to teach them yeah they stay most people think they just sit down but if you have like a longer or a wider toilet you gotta they have to back they have to sit back and they need to hold on mm-hmm. or they'll fall in and if you don't teach them to hold on they will fall on and mine have mm-hmm. <laughs> and my dear sweet husband realized that he is truly outnumbered now and the seat must stay down 
because about three or four in the morning, Sabrina was like, why is my butt wet? Changing, like, changing pajamas. And I'm like, you leave the toilet seat down. Damn it, Marcus. Change your clothes. It's your fault. Oh, yeah. Here's one of those cute little pumpkin ones that you were talking about. I love how it has the sign Imagine beside it. Mm. As the baby's like, get me the hell out of this creepy thing. Um, so yeah, the photo op doesn't go as planned as the pumpkin one, but for me, it's usually, I get them lined up and I'm like, all right, girls, smile for me. And they do some ridiculous, weird looking face or Sabrina poses. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what's in this, like posing, like with the peace signs. I mean, she looks like she's throwing up gang symbols. Daisy either cannot or will not pose for a picture. Like she's a very beautiful, happy, wonderful gorgeous child yes but as soon as you put her in front of the camera she turns into like gargoyle yeah and like up until about a month ago aurora would not smile like you would be like smile aurora and this is her yep same scowl and now she's like cheese like Aww. i don't know what happened but i'm well, you know we'll go with it then there's hold on oh they took the picture down and i don't Pack. remember what this picture was it says when your pre-parent life barges in, I believe this is where the kids like found something <laughs> back in the day, you know, like back when you, before you had kids. Mm-hmm. Um, a situation like that now. for me is when it's like, oh, I'm going to put some music on for Daisy and I put it on shuffle instead of on like a specific set of songs. And then it's like, oh, drop, shake that booty, booty, drop, shake that booty, booty. I'm like, shh, hi, Daisy. <laughs> yeah. We'll dance to this when you're older. <laughs> Sabrina's like, what music did you listen to, Mommy? I'm like, you don't want to know. And I have satellite Ooh, radio. Candy Shop, what's that song? I, I actually really like Candy Shop. I'll take you to the candy shop. <laughs> so, okay. And then this has happened to me often, so I relate to this mom. Mm-hmm. When you get called out on your potty mouth. Oh, hell yeah. And the image here is, you just dropped the F-bomb. I'm waiting I'm just really waiting for my kids to fully... Sabrina calls me out now. She's like, Mom, you know you're not supposed to say that word. But now that Aurora's three, there there was... The other morning, I was like, girl, we're running late. We got to hurry up. And she's like, okay. And then all of a sudden, she starts running to go get her shoes. She's like, damn it. And I'm like, no, don't say that word. Stop. I may have told the story before, but <laughs> when I'm Matt's relative, she had this really beautiful, like, ornately decorated Christmas tree one year. And then she came in and saw that the cat had knocked it over. And just out of anger, she went, fucking cat. And then, you know, of course, you know, the kids are right there. She's like, shh, don't repeat what mommy says. Sorry, yeah. I shouldn't have said that. And then, you know, later, the kid, her kids went over to their grandparents' place. And they're asking the oldest one, who was like five at the time, like, hi, so how how's mommy doing? She's good. Except the, except the Christmas tree made her sad. And like, what happened with the Christmas tree? Oh, no. The fucking cat. <laughs> it's like they wrap us out yeah i finally had to tell my mom to stop calling her yorkie the damn dog so Mm -hmm. then she just started saying that dog Mm -hmm. and for about a year and a half aurora thought that lady's name was actually that dog we were like no her name is lady no that dog something that always jumps out to me that really bites you in the butt is letting your kids try something because you're expecting them to hate it, and then they'll mm-hmm. quit bugging you for it. But then they, but love, then it. they love it. For instance, coffee, mm-hmm. giving them a sip of beer or a sip of wine. In my house, dark chocolate. Yeah, I'd say fancy snacks of any kind. You're like Milano's. <laughs> I went to BJ's and I bought me a big thing of dark chocolate Milano cookies. It's mm-hmm. like a 20-pack box between Mark and Sabrina. I got maybe two out of that. Mm. Why can't you just enjoy the cheap crap that I always get you in? Let mommy have like, the nice You ones. have Oreos. And Sabrina's like, but these are better. I'm like, like I know that, but I don't want you to know that. <laughs> All right. So another one. When you le- let them out of your sight right before you have to leave the house. So <laughs> our vacation before we went to the mountains back in April. My husband had to work for a little bit before we left. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to get last minute packing done because I had to work like the whole week. It was just chaos. Mm -hmm. And I was like, girls, I'm trying to finish packing. You guys get together what toys and books you want to bring. But you can only fit them in this bag. That's my rule. Like, you got to fit them in this one bag. And they're like, okay. And 
I swear I left. I'm in my room. We're all on the same floor. And I hear Sabrina go, no, Aurora, don't do that. And I was like, fuck. Like, what? <laughs> and all of a sudden I hear the bathtub water turn on. And I'm like, oh, snap. So she, for East, because we, we went right after Easter. I'm just sitting here like, what is happening? So Easter Bunny brought her a Cabbage Patch doll that she could take at the bath with her because uh-huh. she was still, like, not liking the bath at the time. Okay. So she thought Baby needed a bath before we go to the mountains. So she poured <laughs> a whole bottle of bubble bath. And then I had a... Girl. Well, I had... It's by Crayola. They're called bath drops. Uh-huh. And they can change the water different colors. So, like, you can make the... Well, it's it's fun to teach them, like, how to make it purple. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it's fun. And it's, again, it was something to help get bath time exciting. Right. She dumped two jars. <gasps> and by the way, guys, those jars are about $4 a piece. <laughs> yeah. Dumped the whole fucking thing. On top of the bubble bath, before she even turned on the water, so it's, like, all soapy and goopy, and she's, like, rolled the Cabbage Patch doll in it, and she's got it, like, all up her arms. Oh, girl. All over the bathroom floor, on the door, just because she's trying to clean up to hide it from her sister, and then Sabrina's trying to help her clean it up to hide it from me, and I walk up, and Sabrina was like, we're trying, we're trying to clean it up. And so, my husband said that about 30 minutes beforehand, like, we're about to leave in 30 minutes. Uh-huh. So, get all the stuff downstairs. So, I said, I just was like, shit. Sabrina, go get your dad and tell him to come help me clean this up. <laughs> and then he was like, okay. She's like, okay. And he's trying to tie us loose ends for work and stuff. And mainly, when I say that, get equipment into our garage and, yeah, you know, secure things. And he comes in, he's like, what happened? I'm like, just go in the bathroom. And then he's like, what the hell? I'm like, I I left them, like, literally alone for five minutes. <laughs> and I said, this is all just soap. I said, just get Aurora cleaned up. Just hose off your child and let's go. I was like, get Aurora cleaned up, get the baby doll cleaned up, and I will clean this when we get home a week later. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm texting my mom going, don't look in the girl's bathroom. If you look in the girl's bathroom, I'm going to clean it up when I get home. Don't. Because <laughs> they were going to come by and feed our cat or guinea pigs. Right. I was like, please don't judge. Aurora got into it. Just, And she wrote back, that child. <laughs> like, like, what does she? I was like, she has good intentions. But she damn. Wanted, I mean, she was really going to give that baby a bath. But damn. And she keeps asking me why I won't buy her any more bubble bath. <laughs> no. No. Not right She's now. used up her yearly quota. Yeah, so uh, this this picture of this girl with blue... What is it? Oh, she got into her mom's um, unique makeup stuff, and so she got blue all over her and down her dress right before yes, they were girl. about to leave for church. So it made me think of that, like, yes, we were about to leave, and let, sure, let's cover you in they have bath stuff. Innate timing, innately terrible timing of they know when... You're ready to, to walk out the door, and then they reveal themselves to you. Yes, and I'm just, I'm like, I know you had, I mean, I was mad at first, and then I was like, I know you had good intentions, but, yeah. Speaking of good intentions, my last category I have is parent-caused accidents. Okay. So, the very classic, the accidental ball, ball to your child's face. Oh. Especially when it's like the big bouncy ball, and you forget that, oh, they have a much smaller mass than we do. And if you throw a large size ball at them at a medium velocity, the child's going to go flying and not the ball. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is one that, like, breaks my little heart. And I've, like, pseudo done it, not with the car door, but with, like, door frames. So smacking your child with, like, the car door, like, mm-hmm. opening it in their face. Or one of my favorite Oh, ones. I've done that often, mm-hmm. but not... Like you said, just, I'm like, move out of the way, sweetie, bonk. <laughs> I'm the one who I'm carrying Daisy on my hip and we're just walking around and like, I'll just misjudge the depth for some reason and I'll accidentally like smack her head on the door frame as we're going through and I'm like, I'm so sorry. That was all mommy. I'm trying to nurture you, I promise. And the last one that I think is hilarious and I've probably done this at some point. I just can't remember it at this point. 
like when you're holding your child in your lap or you've got a baby in a baby carrier and you just like drop food that you're eating on top of their head like especially if you're eating a hot dog or something you just get like ketchup all over their head yeah yeah when sabrina was about six weeks old we took her to a durham bulls game and he she was in his in the baby carrier in Mm -hmm. him and he was like i really want to eat but she's sleeping and so he was like trying to like Uh he was he was kind of going to the side he was like i want to get hot mustard on her (laughs) i didn't understand when um the breastfeeding professional was telling me you know you know be careful if you're drinking or eating anything while you're doing that you know if it's like hot coffee or something make sure it's in like a travel mug that won't spill i'm like why i'm careful like oh i get it now like because babies because babies lurch suddenly and also you're tired and uncoordinated and i've spilled luckily usually just like cold water on her a little bit like from trying to sip it like Oh, yes. Thank you for helping me not get third degree burns on my child. <laughs> I have learned because being bottle feeding, mm-hmm. how to drink coffee through a straw. Hot coffee. Are you fancy? I like lean over, I'm like holding her, and I'm like, <laughs> it's not fancy, it's survival. <laughs> it is necessary. Because <laughs> I've tried to do the wrap, and I, Mark is very good at this, but uh-huh. like holding on the left side, you propping it up or even using his chin yeah doing it all in one hand and then like getting his right hand to like turn the tv Mm -hmm. and then picking up a drink and drinking it he but he has very long arms me i'm short i'm like a t-rex i got long hair what speaks to me is so i have to pull this up because this meme gets used a lot and I know once I describe it, y'all will be like, oh, yeah, but when you see it, too, um, I'm going to find it. Uh, my son was mixed up, mixed up pajama day and picture day. Yeah. And he wasn't pleased. And it's that boy that's got like that mm, face with the SpongeBob square pants pajamas on. Yes. That poor kid. That's awesome. Now, though. I didn't do this, but when Sabrina was a little baby, like a little chubby six month old. I used to have to drive like an hour, an hour and a half to work. So I would get up super early. So I usually would lay out clothes the night before for Mark. Right. Because one, it's our first baby. And two, it's a girl. He's clueless. Well, one day I just, I was too tired. It just didn't happen. And mm-hmm. I left and I, I put a little note saying, just, you know, pick her out something. I come to pick her up. And again, I she has red hair. Very fair skin and bright blue eyes. Uh-huh. He dressed her in a red turtleneck onesie with red pants that had sequins on the bottom, like sequent red sequins on the bottom, uh-huh. and red socks. So she looked like, a, and she was already a chunky baby, so she looked like a little cherub. Aww. And when I came to pick her up, I was like, what the? What is this child? And, um... I loved it. She's like, we figured it was daddy's creation. Nailed it. <laughs> and it wasn't Christmas. It was It was January. It wasn't even Valentine's Day. Like, girl, you were vibrant. You were doing the head-to-toe <laughs> monochromatic look. I mean, she was. She truly looked like pink all over. She's so like, rosy. She looked like a pig, like a little cherub. And so I take her home, and he gets home, and I'm like, what makes you think? He's like, well, it matches. It's all red. I'm like, that's not Oh. They took a picture at daycare because I said it was just so, which Sabrina has a natural, she has always had a natural sunny personality. Uh-huh. So in all the pictures, she's just grinning like, uh-huh. I'm a fat, rosy baby. Still, I will say A for effort on that one. Still to this image in my head you need to find an old picture because i really want to see that i have to find it i think it's on it's on one of my, my google photos or something i'll share it with you <laughs> and i mean like i had tears i'm like what the? and i'm like after they hand her over to me i just started laughing i couldn't stop like, what is this child it was like i went home and when i was talking to him and then i just and then as he's telling me he's like well it matches i start laughing again he's like what's so funny i was like i don't know this is the funniest thing i've ever seen like, I was like, honey, a red turtleneck with like gray paint, something offset. It. I was like, she look pale one, pale one. I'm not gonna wear all red. The only thing I could think of that would be equally as epically great slash bad is if you put her in like all white and she's like creepy ghost baby. Yeah, 
he was gonna do that one day and i was like no put some like pale pink or something on her god she's washed out <laughs> give her some color <laughs> but, yeah. so that but one, hey she did not go naked that's true yes um I have sent um, Daisy to to uh, daycare and address a couple times where she's had some nip slips. Another, oh yeah, and there was one I saw where it was like the dad put so it was a baby girl, uh-huh. and he put overalls on the girl, but not an undershirt. <laughs> Mom texted the dad, and then she posted it up on Twitter because she thought it was a hilarious exchange. And he's like, mm-hmm. "What's wrong with it? Like she's a baby." And she's like, "But she's a girl. She needs to wear a shirt under it." And he was like, "It's not like she has anything yet." And she's like. But still, she's a girl. Like, you don't just do... Because, like, the overalls are just... She's like, she looks like a baby porn star. I mean, it was the funniest exchange. (laughs) Another clothing fail is... So, I guess at school, they were doing, like, an ugly Christmas sweater contest. Uh And so, she bought it for her son, not realizing what Santa was doing, until his kindergarten teacher pointed it out to him. And it's Santa. Santa is peeing Merry Christmas in the snow on top of the roof. The little boy's just grinning. He's so happy about his Christmas sweater. I've also seen ones where, I think this is probably one where, like, parents ordered off the internet or something. They, They didn't realize that they sent their kid to school or to a party with a sweater where, like, the reindeer are mounting each other. <laughs> Horses! And then, let's see, there was one that I thought was just really awesome, where... Oh, yeah, so the random boy peeing... Have you seen this? Like, he's at they're at Lowe's or Home Depot, and he's peeing in the <gasps> toilet. No! The toilet display makes me think of my nephew. He did a couple of funny things. I'm not going to share because it's my nephew and But, hey, 10. credit for him for, you know... He had to go! <laughs> he... He found what is normally the correct site for that. Another one is, this has not happened to me, but I'm waiting for the day that it happens and I have to use this. All right. Um, This woman's daughter's nose started bleeding in the car, and the only thing she had on hand was a tampon. Yes. And her daughter called it the cotton stick. But, you know, actually... I call that a win. So, my husband took first aid... So, he's had several different first aid classes through the Mm -hmm. Army, but then when he was also a lifeguard, and then when he was a recreational therapist. And one of the things they say for a nosebleed is if you have a tampon around. It works. It's made for absorbing blood. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, he's telling me this. I'm like, this is not sexy talk. And then there's one I love, another another, um, clothing fail. And it's only a clothing fail. Because the way they have the little boy turned. Mm-hmm. But instead, so it's supposed to say Bass Master because there's like a bass uh-huh. shirt on it. But the way they have him turned, it looks like Ass Master. Yeah. And he's like, again, he's just grinning. Oh, yeah, school picture. And I mean, it's perfect that she put a Bass Master because it's got like the, the lake behind. Like he uh-huh. is going to go, you know, fishing or something. It's cute. Uh-huh. But the way they made him turn and the way it is on the shirt is ass master. That's unfortunate. So, I, also, I also love a good bad judgment slash creep, creepy family picture picture. Oh, it's the overalls. There's the baby overalls that don't have the shirt on. Sweet girl. Someone gave us a onesie from when Daisy was probably about six months old. And it, it said in the middle, you got this dad. And it had little arrows like arm, arm, leg leg directions where everything goes i'm like oh head like i love yes. it so you need you need some help on occasion we have those night um those pajama onesies that, that instead of like snapping up the front they kind of you have to like for the newborns uh-huh. so you they're like sort of diagonally yeah they're yeah. diagonal so you have like one little button that secures the inside flap and uh-huh. then you flap oh the yeah matt calls one. those the straight jacket ones it has the octa where you can flip over and have the mittens, the mittens so they don't claw themselves. And he's just like, oh, it's still not even. <laughs> why don't you work? He's always like missing a button. He was like, why is there so many damn buttons on this thing? <laughs> and then the baby starts crying. I'm like, would you calm the F down? Stop yelling in the vicinity of the baby. So that's why I went and bought a few of the zippers. And he's like, oh, I love this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah the only yeah. thing is is that he gets them like naked to change them i'm like all you have to do is pull their legs out tuck it under the yeah. their back change 
put it out. Like, you don't have to completely undress. He's like, what if it runs? I'm like, well, if you do it the right way, the diaper won't run out. And if it runs, then you change them. <laughs> but and also, if you wait until they cry. Mm-hmm. I love my husband, but he's like, but damn. I think they're done. There's a blue line. I think they're done. And he'll, like, take it off and they just keep on crapping. Like, stop. And, like, the baby cries for a reason. Sorry, this is slight tangent, but I'm suddenly... I, I forgot all about little mittens when they're really little. I'm having a cuteness moment right now. There's going to be another little baby with little mittens. I don't have the mittens because my kids would never keep them on. They would sit there and they would work them off. And I'm just like, you know what? They scratch their face. They scratch the their face. Thing. Yeah, but like we, we would use them some, but still it's just a little tiny mittens. And my sister would always say, mittens are for kittens and Daisy. Aw, that's cute. I can't wait for, we always, when we get them out of the bathtub, we'd wrap them up tight. And we were like, we're going to make a baby, but we came up with a song, Baby Burrito. <gasps> baby Burrito, time to make a baby burrito. Aww. And like swaddle them up in the towel. And actually at my baby shower, some friends from church gave me, one of the girls gave me a card. And I was like, oh my God, it's a, it's a, it's a burrito. And when you uh, open it, she's holding her baby burrito. And I was like, you have no idea what's what we do. That's what we call our little babies after our bathtub is baby burrito. She was like, well, my Aww. husband picked it out, so he must have had a That's feeling. That's so cute. Did you, do you remember the, the Baby Beluga song? Yes, but I don't like my, that song. My sister baby and her wife rewrote it to the Baby Burrito and the Deep Blue Sea. That's cute. He has some guac and he has some beans. <laughs> I don't know what the next one Baby Burrito. No. Because I think they burrito him all up. Well, we turned it, we turned it into like a salsa. I'm like, Baby Burrito, ole! And <laughs> And they just start to giggle. I'm like, are you a baby burrito? Yay! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're strange, but. Meow. Yes. So that's, those are the ones that I most relate to at this moment is a lot of like dressing fails or. Um, or so close, but not quite. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Sabrina does at times. Um, we have had some near misses like I hear Buddy sit still this won't hurt and i'm like what are y'all doing what are you doing to yet? <laughs> what <laughs> and i run in there and they have like their scissors and they're like but he needs a haircut i'm like no he doesn't no. need here he's a short haircut he, he never needs a haircut never needs a haircut and of course buddy's like help me i'm like leave the animal alone so yeah there's just there's all sides of stuff so Oh, dear. Let's see. You have to watch out for, for Brianna. She knows she's going to be the experimental animal at some point. Yeah, I've had to have talks with him. So we will not draw on the baby. We will not paint on the baby. I had to do that with Sabrina. Because back when we had Ozzy mm-hmm. um, and before we had Aurora, it got quiet. And I didn't think much of it because Sabrina was a naturally, like, entertain herself kind of kid. And then Ozzy comes into the kitchen. I'm like, what the heck is on you, Ozzy? I looked and she had covered him in Frozen stickers. Like the oh. characters from Frozen. Oh. And I said, Sabrina, why'd you do that? And she goes, he's pretty. <laughs> and for anybody that doesn't know, Ozzy was an American Eskimo. So he had white, fluffy hair. Not a short-haired critter so i sat there with his dog brush and gently <laughs> picked them out and i said ozzy let you do this she's like yeah he laid there it's like i missed that dog he was Aww. so calm and patient with him <laughs> no so now it's like so before aurora was born i was like we will not draw on aurora we will not put stickers on aurora we will not put scissors anywhere near yeah, aurora. aurora we will not try to cut her hair cut her toenails fingernails put makeup on her fingers <laughs> so we've we've been doing the drill lately we're like what and what do we do when brianna's born hold her what else can we do with brianna sing to her what else can we do give her a blanket yes like those things what are we not supposed to do throw her right Nailed it. <laughs> like, do not spike the baby no bouncing right no bouncing the baby <laughs> like they get it, but it's like the broad, the broad strokes you have to cover. Like I love my girls, but they get they are well, you know, you've seen them like get excited over just a cat. Yeah, they're the ones that love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, your love is gonna murder somebody. I know. 
Aurora's love will murder someone. I think she's going to be one of those women that's like, you will love me until the end of time. And you're like, <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> Poor buddy. Yeah, so those are my, you know, Your top favorite fails. Yeah, some other fails recently have been, um, we have a pool. And like most kids, I'm like, girls, before we get on our swimsuits, let's go to the bathroom. I don't need to go. Come on, let's go to the bathroom. I don't need to go. Let's just try. And I'm like trying to shuffle them. Just do it! And they won't go. And so I'm like, fine, whatever. After like a five to six minute argument, like, let's just go. We get out there. They get in the water. About a minute in the water, they're like, oh my God, I gotta go pee. Because, you know, you go in the cold water. They get up and they're trying to like race back to the house and they just like piss all over the (laughs) sidewalk. If you have any good parent fails out there, please share them with us at our Facebook page, Motherhood on Tap. Or Gmail. Or Gmail. Motherhood on Tap at gmail.com. Yeah, sorry. My brain is not working. I'm like, at, at the thing with the stuff. So, until next time, I'm Sarah Duncan. And I'm Pamela Walker-Dees. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Our theme music is by Yov Aliagon. Be sure to check out the Motherhood on Tap page on Facebook. If you enjoyed today's episode, consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcast. It really helps to get the word out about the show. You can subscribe and follow Motherhood on Tap on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and most other podcast apps. If you have questions or funny stories, you can email us at motherhoodontap at gmail.com. Partner with us on Patreon.com for special bonus episodes and help keep this podcast and the two of us in business. Till next time. time.